0: All right. So here we are. We are starting. Hello Renee. <laughs> Hello <Toledo. laughs> Yeah, morning for me and uh, early uh, evening late, early evening for you. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's
1: right.
0: Yeah, it's right. brilliant. I was um I was thinking uh how to um I, I know we were talking about some ideas, how to name this podcast and everything. And I was mm. I just realized I was making a cup of tea for myself and I left it in the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> so I'll have it, later. It, it just it could be the the cup of tea
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> you know, I I really thought about that. It's like a coaching cup of tea, you know, like or something like that. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Is that is that moment when you come and you think you're really prepared and then something happens and you realize, oh my god, my tool is not here. Like I can't apply my tool. My tea is still in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> I've had many my teas are still in the kitchen moments. <laughs>
0: That's right yeah and in that moment you have to you're on
1: this fork do i go back to get the tea or do i just sort of move on with what's in front of me right
0: exactly kind of like just smile and wave right and
1: And then heat it up when you get back
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. i think that that's how it's going to work um, so i'm really curious how how did you start coaching uh, so knowing that there were probably many cups of teas like this uh, yeah. how did it start for you you know it's
1: it's interesting when people ask that you know question well, what is it that you do mm-hmm. um it's sometimes very hard to to pin down uh the specific thing and i always seem to go back to being a social worker. Um, mm. It was the my first career going into college out of high school. And I just wanted to be a social worker. I just wanted to help. Um, and so, gosh, now 25 years ago, mm. that's kind of how it all started, I would I would say. Um, so coaching, of course, wasn't introduced into my life until about 15 years after that milestone. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say that all the experiences leading up to that, um, from being a social worker, doing counseling with women in transition, um, teaching about young people, teaching young people about leadership and about their potential as young leaders, Mm -hmm. um, to volunteering overseas, to spending two and a half years in a contemplative convent for my own growth and awareness. Um, and then coming back from that and really just discovering coaching, though it's been around for, for, for many decades, um, kind of discovering it with fresh eyes at that moment. And, um, you know, when I started training with coaching, it just felt like, I was gathering up all of these experiences together and holding them closer, but in a way that they were all connected. Um, and so I kind of felt like I was doing a little bit of coaching in different areas, even before mm-hmm. I started doing it formally. So it was it was at that moment that I really dove into it, you know, dove into getting the certifications and following mm-hmm. that path more rigorously. Um, and just realizing the, the power and the potential that it has. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's then going back to that idea of like wanting to help. Um, but it also gave me a sort of a sense of fulfillment as well. It was like this give, get this reciprocal exchange that was happening of giving guidance to someone, but getting fulfillment in return Um, and I just felt at that point that it gave me a really nice balance between everything, Mm -hmm. so that's
0: uh, sounds like a a full circle of goodwill, right, Yeah, including yourself, but really uh, coming as a discovery of like a natural next step uh, in a career, right, yeah a it, career or calling i it sounds I, more of a calling right
1: yeah it, i mean it, and, and i think many many who um feel so drawn to coaching would definitely consider it like probably a, a calling um yeah because there are some coaches that i've come across that are just so natural at it and and they have this intuitive sense about how they coach people um that it seems to come from, from within themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they just draw out such incredible energy from, from the people that they are coaching. And when you experience that, um, it really gives you kind of something to, to move towards um, because coaching does take practice, right? It does mm-hmm. take time. And I think being patient with that process while meeting these incredible individuals along the way helps you to understand that it does take time. Yeah. Um, and that you have to be patient with yourself and patient with the process and um, just keep going at it. And these moments that unlock for you as a coach um, are the ones that uh, help to say, yeah, you're on the right track. And mm-hmm. you know, it's, yes. a, it's a good journey to be on. Mm.
0: So wonderful really really starts um kind of like like small steps and then it gets broader and uh i think it's like an adventure really about the the, the it's truly partnering with a client and mm-hmm. then we can seeing where how how our journey is growing as as our clients are growing as well right yeah oh, co-creating very true. <laughs> yeah it's amazing yeah and i i'm curious also you mentioned about the the training right because it, it's really important to have the 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 training as a as a part of the of that cultivation of the growth right mm-hmm. so how how did you choose what what training was right for you at that time
1: it was very serendipitous. And in, in a sense, um, I have a very uh, tight circle that I fell back into after I came back from Italy come, from the convent. Mm-hmm. Um, and within that circle, um, I was introduced to an individual who was partnering um, with, to do this training with ICF mm-hmm. and, um, he just basically introduced me to this training, this essential impact accelerator training. Mm-hmm. And I, at that point in time, had no idea that there must've been like hundreds that I could have chosen from. Um, <laughs> cause you just go on the ICF website and there's just like list of list of lists. And you know, at times it can, it can be, I'm sure a bit overwhelming to choose which is the best course. Yeah. And so I think in that sense, just having that one kind of shown to me, is was like, looks good. <laughs> you
0: know, wow. It was, wow, this is amazing.
1: <laughs> looks like it has everything, right? Yes. Um, so, and, uh, and so I just, I jumped on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it just, it landed me on the ACC AC path, um, which was course was amazing. And then from, from that training, of course, you get introduced to other trainers and then other topics, And then I just kind of said, "Okay, well, before I go down this training path too far, because you can be on it in so many different ways, right, Um, with so many different courses, I said, let me start applying some of this, right? And so I was able to get a job as an internal coach um, Mm -hmm. uh, with a company. And it was great to be able to take all of that theory and then apply it in a very tangible way, sort of day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that was that was that was fantastic. And then it was after the ACC that I thought, okay, let's start kind of specializing, right? Let's kind of look at what my what my own niche is as a coach. Um, and that was the hardest part because once you start defining what your niche is, you have to start saying no to a lot of other things. Right, mm-hmm. and when when you see yourself as kind of this like individual that can dabble in everything and do a little bit of everything, that was a real struggle to, and I think I'm still working on that even today. But, um, but being able to look at uh, mindfulness, and that's when I started getting into um, with the University of Toronto, studying about the all the different um, facets of. Of mindfulness Mm -hmm. uh, to become a a mindfulness practitioner and um, and all of a sudden it was like the reflective contemplation that I'd had for those two and a half years in Italy um, it came forward again but in a way that I could embrace it with all the other aspects of my life because Italy was really about letting go of every other aspect of my life, right? Mm -hmm. As a, as a, as a nun, you separate and let go of and detach. Um, And yet mindfulness taught me how to do that in a way that was healthy for my life, Mm -hmm. Um, where I could really also embrace the contemplative part of it. I could embrace Mm -hmm. the awareness, the meditation, um, but I could also embrace every other aspect of my life with it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to, and it, there's, there's this thing about letting go and, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole meditation and, and theory around letting go, but in a way that's, um, that you do it kind of willingly when something's not healthy for you, or, um, you want to attach onto something else or when it's a, when there's a balance um, and so mindfulness I think really taught me about again going back to that balance mm-hmm. it taught me about how to cultivate that in a way that um, allowed me to stay more in the world I guess but not of the world right? I was say mm-hmm. someone, someone famous I think must have quoted that already but <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. a big part of it sounds like a a journey uh, and knowing you i know that you're you're still on the journey and exploring how to continue to to bring these parts together uh, Mm -hmm. in the leadership in as a contemplative uh, art for yourself Mm -hmm. within your family as well Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it's really inspiring I'm, i'm just getting uh Uh, uh, well there is there is a sense of a uh, I can call it maybe elevation just thinking of how many topics we could uh, look into and and explore Um, and knowing that we have the idea of moving this as as a podcast um, Mm. and just as a reminder okay one step at a time Right and and I, I really like to kind of like extend this as as a, a way for maybe those who are having this cup of tea uh, with us that um, yeah. is still sitting in the kitchen, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like to to get to know us a little bit, right? Like and know where we are coming from. So you're mentioning some key. Um, uh, topics, uh, so it is about leadership, it is about mindfulness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, beautiful. And I remember when we met here because we met first in Beijing well, while we you were living here, That's so right. yeah, right now you're in uh, Canada, you're you are Canadian,
1: yeah, yes, yes, Toronto, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah. uh yeah like so so yeah i am based in beijing and we will be meeting uh, in uh, in this uh, distance of twelve hours and looking at how how we can explore this topic, you know, like mm. um, I, I come from Serbia, right? Like yes, so, it's right. the emerging market, and China is not. Since I've been living in China for the past almost three decades, uh, is China is also emerging market? It's not. It's not such a so um, and the, uh, uh, developed. As, as it is in the North America or in Europe as well. Um, so I'm hearing from some of my um, uh, my friends that they're kind of like, oh, these life coaches, you know, like I'm just like sick of it or, or like these people like what coaches? No, I don't want a coach. Um, and uh, I, I find it very intriguing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you were mentioning about this journey that we have and realization after certification, how much work actually needs to be put and that there, are, there is certification because seemingly anybody can call themselves a coach, right? Like at any time when, when we start. So, and, and my path was a little bit like that because I was starting here in China without really it knowing that there is ICF and kind of like in between and choosing where where do you go like is it uh, you know like planning to go through the system maybe that is Mm. coming from Australia or or from Europe or from America right Um, Right. but yeah like I I also uh, realized that the the maybe the most thorough journey began when I started uh, training from um, ICF accredited uh, school, mm. um, realizing what it means that we are actually really learning not only tools, we are not learning tools, but we are le- really learning competencies that are kind of like relatable to, in life as well, right? Mm absolutely So yeah
1: and and you know and, and your work that you've been doing in china has you know for 30 years you know mm-hmm. has been a mix of so many different areas and, and fields of, of facilitation of programming coaching mm-hmm. um of the, the center of meditation and mm-hmm. um it must have must have been a, a very interesting journey as well for yourself to to bring all these all these areas together um, mm-hmm. in a way that you know is meaningful for both yourself and those that that you're working with. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, ICF was, I guess it's it's been around for a while, but I would say in the last maybe 20 years has it really shown up on the global stage, and now when you apply for any job, everybody's looking for ICF credentials, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so there's first and foremost on, it's like, that's what they're looking for. It's like, yeah. so there's some weight in, in that as well. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about the ethics, the guidelines that they have, when they talk about the competencies, yes. um, when they look at the different paths people have been on, the hours that you put in, um, they hold a very high standard Um, yes for their for their own name as well Mm -hmm. and i think they they do that for the benefit of the the coaches that are that are with them
0: yes and for the benefit of the clients really you know absolutely absolutely because there have been situations that people have complained once when you have a body uh, right like it's also possible for people to um raise any topics and issues and and i i know that at times and we as coaches as well when anybody who gets excited about achieving something right Mm -hmm. like it we can go and say yeah coaching is there it can get you anything and it's uh you know like we can um uh, get into the space of daring the clients to go and beyond their limits and this can, uh, you know, if it's not done skillfully, can actually uh, create some, um, some consequences. You know, like there, there were, before putting all of this up, um, I have heard of cases where coaches were saying, like, yeah, you know, like, I'll support you, I'll coach you into this business starting this business you don't need to pay me now you pay me after you become rich because you have to come you know it has to happen Mm -hmm. and then of course, you know, like it wouldn't happen, right? Like so, businesses were failing, and the coach was not getting paid. So it's one thing, like to not do that, right? <laughs> On the other side, like we can, you know, somebody who is struggling in uh, in their work can say, "I really want to leave this job," and the coach would be like, "Yeah, like you can leave the job," and encouraging people, right? <laughs> And then it would show as, you know, like that the person would regret later. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that this aspect of um, just understanding what is coaching is Mm -hmm. so important. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to partner up with people? I mean, finding the right partnership is not easy. It's really in life, in business, right? Right. And we are putting this word, coaching is partnering, to go into thought-provoking ideas process, right? I mean, to find the match and synergy in that. Uh, It's it's really something, right? So, you know, like, I really like how much is put into the chemistry right Mm -hmm. like the chemistry meeting and giving person a space don't label it that coaching is or not for you it's not about coaching Mm -hmm. have you found the right partner Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and and then if we have uh, you know courage to kind of like Mm -hmm. present it like that to our clients so they know they have a choice from the very beginning right it's really Mm -hmm. important and then this what you're saying the practice and that we are both doing this contemplation and cultivation of our own state and ego you may say as well I mean to just give an example just um, uh, two days ago I had a, a someone who came to one of my trainings Um, I also teach mindful Mm self-compassion so um, people get to know me a little bit through that and my style so um, uh, this this person participant uh, the female she was interested in coming and uh, maybe uh, with her husband and just to see if there's some communications that I also do some mediation as well. I don't call it coaching. So they came and I um, uh, began to introduce that I'm a coach, I'm not a therapist. And within 15 minutes, this woman just said, we need to leave. And, and I was a little bit startled, right? Like, because I was actually introducing to her, her husband, you know, like the work that I do. And she said, this is not a coaching topic that I have. And he was surprised and he said, but I just think we need, we can, we need to talk. She's like, it's not a communication <laughs> issue. I don't know what the topic is, but you know, at that moment, there can be this desire to say, "No, no, no! I can, I can be there for you, right?" Yeah. But I was just uh, observing that process inside of me and thinking, like, "Oh wow! Like this is this is amazing! Like, of co- part of me is celebrating because I'm thinking this would have been difficult." Right. Like. for us to discover all of this and struggle through the process and they left and you know she hugged me and she said I think I'm going to contact you individually Uh, Mm -hmm. I I realize I can work on some topics but this is not a topic for coaching I need a therapist Mm -hmm. and I thought like yeah okay,
1: wow exactly (laughs) and you know as, as a coach to be able to 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 know that differentiation of where you want to go and where you can and where where we where we shouldn't go um and that you know it's um it it, it's it's reflective of knowing about what more is coaching it's reflective of how much personal work we've done for ourselves right in terms of being okay to tread it through those waters with other mm. other individuals um, and going back to sort of knowing kind of what you want to say no to mm-hmm. <laughs> as well right that the power of, of the no um yeah. in order to say like yes to something that is perhaps more authentic for your, for yourself mm-hmm. and for, for others that authenticity is just comes just comes out more and and she's like yeah i'll come back to you these are the things that i would like because i know that this is where this is your soil that you that you're grounded in and this is what i would like Mm -hmm. to learn more from you on that that's yes very rich moment
0: yes hey uncomfortable as well (laughs) 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 right but and i was glad yes Exactly, and I, I, I was, uh, you know, like, I know there were times in my, at the beginning of, of my uh, um, presentation as a coach, or however, you know, like it is, and it's been, uh, you know, now, uh, yeah, it's uh, close to, to 20 years as well, and mm-hmm. um, I would not have done this. I would have you know, presented myself mm. in a way that I can do anything, right? And there is that moment when, because this is where, where I think the system is set up because we can't move forward with our credentialing. We, we depend on the work that we do, right? On hours. Yes. Right. Yes, 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 and I think there is this part where we want to go, and it's like if if this one hour goes away, I'm one hour less. To, you know, like close to to the, you know, like my credentialing. Yeah. I have a feeling that my um, all uh, all this has been immensely helpful to help me to track where I was uh, mm-hmm. on the journey. It actually. It was only when I let go of counting um, every client as an hour <laughs> that I feel that I really was present, right? Mm. And that it was really, I am here and I'm looking at what is really going on and what is my capacity. Mm. And um Hey, of course, you know, by that time, is the amount of hours I now, I actually uh, stopped uh, really, um, I'm still logging, but kind of like, count, I stopped counting after 2000. Mm. So, and I'm realizing that I'm coming back into like, ah, like, you know, okay, do I go for the next level? Because the, there are these like, uh, kind of yeah. like... Um, the the levels ACC PCC MCC those uh, who are not familiar with ICF right, right. Um, but it, and I also know some counselors because sometimes I partner up with counselors as well so that I can at that moment and kind of like uh, recommend uh, someone else uh, mm. who is in therapy in counseling and I remember some counselors approaching and when they were uh, starting with their hours and like it's the same you know like it's really human to feel this eagerness right to go and then we go and we approach friends we approach family right mm-hmm. and this is another trap is like to coach people that we really know um deeply right and have some dynamics as well right like so yeah. that is another another trick yeah like at a, a, a-
1: trust and an innate trust that's already there, an innate sort of comfort um, zone of sharing. Um, It's different with someone that you've just met and that you have to start that cultivation within that relationship right from the beginning. Um, That's when those muscles start working Mm -hmm. and you really start paying attention to um, your different responses that happen throughout coaching sessions their responses um, and just try to find your niche within that try to find who you are your own authentic style as a coach Mm. Um, because with with the industry now again there's so many more people you know coming forward as a as a coach it's it's the way you can differentiate yourself is just to be true to who you are because there's only one of one of you Mm -hmm. there's really only one of you So if you are authentic to yourself, you will, in a sense, be differentiated, Yeah. right? So it's sort of that inward looking that helps with that process, not necessarily the comparison to that outward Mm -hmm. sort of analysis that we
0: naturally do, you know, and and we're just starting out, so. Absolutely. You know, like I... I, um, Uh, watched one um, kind of like um, documentary slash self-made inspirational movie from a national geographic uh, photographer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's one part see he kind of like put the whole concept of photography and and the leadership and there's one part where he says you know when we as photographers Go into uh, nature. Nature doesn't say there is only one right angle, run mm-hmm. one right time of the day, one right spot that only one of you will catch. Mm-hmm. And if you're not that one, then you miss it all, right? Mm-hmm. So the nature is coming and saying, Take me, mm-hmm. all of you, whoever comes here, whatever angle you look. You can take an amazing photography, right? Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. And I
0: and I feel that coaching is in the same, mm-hmm. in the same way as coaches, right? Like the world is saying, we need you. Mm-hmm. We, you know, the humans are saying, here it is, I am here. Partner up with me. Right. I am unique. I am creative. I'm resourceful. I'm whole. Right? And who can take me to my potential? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we as coaches need coaches too. It's true. More than anyone else. (laughs) More than my husband
1: regularly reminds me that I that I perhaps need coaching in certain areas. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to agree with him.
0: (laughs) He's like, don't you coach people in leadership? I'm like, oh my gosh.
1: those moments of weakness right yes (laughs) as a parent as a partner you're like right those are the mirror moments
0: you know absolutely Uh, yeah for sure sure. yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and and it's also about walking the talk you know like it's like yeah, I know what coaching means, you know, like I know that it's important. I know you, you worked with, with some coaches and you had mentors mm-hmm. because in that situation, you know, yeah. like it's also about mentorship, right? right. So how, how do you choose um, a coach and, or a mentor? Like what is some reference for you?
1: I think, you know, for me, it's, it's about I'd like to have time with them first Um, And that time is either in sort of a personal relationship. It's in Mm -hmm. time of um, seeing if we have kind of the same values Mm -hmm. um, so that we're more easily speaking the same language. Um, Someone with whom I've got a a spiritual connection with, not just sort of a head Mm -hmm. connection uh, in terms of the work we do, something a little bit deeper because then uh I can I can trust more that they will tap into that for me through our Mm -hmm. coaching Mm -hmm. and they will bring that part of themselves out as well um because oftentimes when I get to the point of of coaching it's either because I've been you know either struggling with something for a while and it's at that point where I just need to soundboarded and try to stop this race that's going mm-hmm. around my head and my thoughts and I need to just stop the marathon and just like take a check of it and um I think it comes down to that alignment um mm-hmm. the heart alignment is important mm-hmm. the, the spiritual alignment is is important as well um and just having a bit of history gives me the, the trust that that chemistry that I already know that the chemistry is there mm-hmm. um, and that they will do for me what they feel is best mm-hmm. right and so they will have no agenda of their own except what I need in that moment mm-hmm. um, and if you're if you're at a very vulnerable point that you know and it's not to say that you need to be at a vulnerable point to get coaching. Sometimes you can be at a high point and be like, Well, things are going really good, maybe I should get some coaching, right? Yes, <laughs> like, keep it there. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I always think it's like the people who are like the low performers, or like that's not the case at all. No, it's not the case yeah. All. yeah, um, yeah. but um, you know, but when when perhaps we are in that vulnerable space, it's it's nice to have sort of a friend and a confidant to be able mm-hmm. to to turn to and just talk through things with and open up and let emotions come as well. Yeah. And so as, as leaders, as people who are maybe type a, and perhaps we, we don't want to show those vulnerabilities. um, Mm. It's nice to be able to have a circle of people with whom you can do that.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's not not easy to, to work with emotions. This is another one thing that at the beginning of uh, well, my education of coaching, one way to differentiate almost was portrayed as the difference between coaching and therapy is mm-hmm. that therapy looks into emotions and coaching doesn't. But you know, it's the you know this this is really less and less true. And, and then, um, you know, like, so as coaches, if we don't get equipped to uh, accompany our clients through um, difficulties and as well as celebrations and coming, right, as you mentioned, right, like, it's also important to be there in the state of sharing happiness and not just moving on to the next task and the next action and stuff. but really, especially when we are using mindfulness in coaching Mm -hmm. and -hmm. contemplation and contemplative inquiry, right?
1: Right, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, it's a good reflection point. Sometimes you just kind of move forward on, on things and, without kind of reflecting back on your intentions of how they made those decisions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Right. Mm. So I'm just um, curious, um, looking at, I I would say, you know, like if we are having these podcasts and perhaps going up to an hour or, Mm. you know, whatever is presenting itself, but Mm. Well, so what what would you do at this point? We have, let's say, it's a session, right? Like it's like a session, and mm-hmm. sometimes we come to the session and we have fifteen minutes left, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, is this whole point where it's like, okay, fifteen minutes is not enough to go deep into some or uncover something really uh, huge. Mm. Um, but it's also not little that you can just say, okay, let's finish. Because, you you know, like, nice. in a way, we are paid per hour most often, right? Sure, right. Um, so, uh, you know, like, I know that I use this question. So we have 15 minutes. How would you like to use these 15 mm-hmm. minutes, right? Like, and I feel that coaching me is like coming, coming forward. Yeah. Um, Uh, so how do you use last 15 minutes or how shall we do like what yeah Yeah. where do we go Ah, from here that's a (laughs) a great question (laughs) you know it's
1: and for you know when when i'm in the coaching kind of like i i would i would pause for a minute um with the coaching and uh kind of just ask them to reflect on our conversation so far Mm -hmm. right um i will do my best um to kind of hold them in that space without saying okay i've got another meeting at the top of the hour right Mm and so i kind of want to hold them in that space Mm -hmm. as much as as much as possible and then just to sort of in that pause reflect on what has been the most sort of insightful thing for them just to sort of yeah. ground that, um, ground that that thought, that idea, that insight, that kind of awareness. Bring it back to getting some more clarity around it, um, and then from that, you know, say like, okay, so if that was the most insightful thing for you. Um, how do you want to grow that? Mm. Like, what do you wanna? What would you like it to become? for you and mm-hmm. then just sort of use that next time to to really plant it so that after if i don't see them for another two weeks that that's sort of the thing that's front of mind for them mm-hmm. um, in a way um, and you know sometimes it's within that moment to say you know if they say that there's something else that's more important to them um, kind of explore that a little bit more with them Mm -hmm. Um, but I asked them to, to hold it so that we're not rushing for the last few minutes. Um, but that, that there's an acknowledgement
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and sometimes if we acknowledge something that somebody's holding, then all of a sudden that's something that they need. They just needed to hear that they're acknowledged with that. And it doesn't feel as, as heavy anymore um they've mm-hmm. been able to share it and we'll say okay then perhaps we can move up our next session a week and we can start with with that for you mm-hmm. you know and so it's a bit of that bridge building right mm-hmm. and as a coach you're, the most important thing is what's the most important thing for them yeah right and i think Delia we we'll, you know we have you know say you know a few more minutes left for for for, for this for this cup of tea conversation (laughs) you know it's like what is going to be the most important thing for the people who are going to be listening Mm -hmm. spending the time listening and you know what's the the biggest value that they're gonna receive from Mm -hmm. that time
0: together yeah right so it's kind of like describing our perfect listener Mm -hmm. right like our perfect because in in, in coaching practice, there is something when we are discovering the niche, especially we go into that, who is the perfect client? Who do we really aspire to work with, right? Like someone that we will... We would pay to coach them, right? And it's like a, that. In, that question inspires me a lot. It's like that. That's where it's like giving like unconditionally, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, as you are, uh, you know, like bringing this and reflection. Uh, there's uh, this shape of kind of like identity, maybe uh, coming from my heart and my mind or my vision, and I'm I'm really drawn to uh, bring. Um, more um, clarity for people who are thinking of becoming coaches, those who are coaches um, already, and maybe uh, beginning the journey, but specifically because of our background um, and uh, working in the field of uh, leadership and mindfulness. Um, and right now, I, you know, like you're working on, on the, this research related to compassion and leadership, so which is really uh, kind of like my cup of tea. I'm, I'm really, really curious about that. So um, not to say that uh, it's all about others to hear. I mean, I'm here because I really want to... Uh, go through the process of discovery from within and in connection with each of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So just for today, I I would say maybe as an introduction for people to see, if they would be curious to find out what happens in the next uh, podcast, right? Like, and to leave with a little bit with that curiosity, right? Because we are not really directly coaching them so that we know exactly what they aspire to. Um, another one for this, this time, I, I would really love to receive some questions, you know. Mm-hmm. I would love to receive some inquiries from people who are on this journey. Uh, and yeah. and uh, so that we also know how we can shape our message yeah. Uh, in a way that can be beneficial so that's perhaps great. we could see this call as a chemistry call right?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> and the
1: question is what's your cup of tea right
0: right <laughs> yes and do you yeah. remember it <laughs> do you, do you remember <laughs> oh, that's great <laughs> right, yeah. I was so happy for the discovery. It was cardamom tea, you know, and I was like, yes, you know. <laughs> I actually often drink coffee, you know, like, but not that early in the morning. So I will mm-hmm. have it after. I have two small Turkish cups of uh, coffee. Coffee after breakfast, after lunch, and and then that is it. And I was like, yes, it is about tea. I am going to drink yeah it's so funny <laughs> um and i'm i'm loving the name my it's my coaching cup of tea you know And there are people who will say, coaching is not my cup of tea. That's
1: right, that's
0: (laughs) right, that's right.
1: And that is okay.
0: (laughs) It is okay, right? Like, we don't need to convince anyone about anything. It's just, yeah, it is about the discovery. Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, and some humor as well, right? Like, it's such an important... (laughs) Part of of the process and the discovery uh, as well, and, and knowing that we don't have the script, I, I we will not edit uh, this. We will no. leave it as it is with all the screeching of the tears and you know like movements of the of the animals and so My on. Like kids
1: in the background
0: and the kids in the background. It's a real Zoom yeah. call, right? <laughs> like it's our our current yeah. reality because right. things happen during Zoom calls that That's we just. Right. Can't prevent, right? right? It's our authentic selves, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yes exactly. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like I, and you know, like I, I also know that sometimes with some clients, I go and say, It's like, well, okay, we could also finish here and then have extra minutes next time. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> add it to your next session right that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so do you feel ready for us to to close i think i think we can yeah i think we can and i think it's it's just a a dot 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 till next time so absolutely yeah so it was wonderful to connect with you i'm really looking forward to our next time and I'm going to go and get my cup of tea. too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> wonderful. All right, Trina. Right. Peace you. you too. Okay. Bye. 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 Uh,